Hi, this is Alonzo Bowden. Welcome back to the podcast, Who's Paying Attention? This episode of Who's Paying Attention is brought to you by Jeff Dunham's new comedy special, Minding the Monsters. Are you paying attention? Did you watch it? Did you see the debate? Um, 2008 Obama is back. He was, he was at it. He was on stage. He had his swagger back. His head was held up. He looked at the camera looked at people when he was answering questions, kind of looked a little smug sometimes when Romney was talking. Basically, it was 08 Obama. Listen, I don't know what happened. Maybe maybe Joe Biden went back to the White House and said, yo, Barack, that's how you whip ass on a debate. Or maybe Michelle gave him a good talking to, said, you don't, you don't come home weak like you did last time. Or maybe he just, you know, was a little tired last time. Maybe it was his anniversary and Michelle put it on him. I don't know. But 08 Obama was back. He he stood up to Mitt Romney. He called Romney out on flip-flopping. You know, basically like Republican candidate uh, Romney said that there would be no tax increases and not on the wealthy. And now Romney's saying, well, everyone's going to have to pay a little more and it's not going to affect the middle class. And numerous other flip-flops from Romney. He, he called him out on the insurance bill, on the evils of Obamacare, which were modeled after Romney Care, and Romney Care worked in Massachusetts. Called him out on that that vague kind of math that Romney does that, and, and nobody can really figure out. See, this is the thing with the Romney tax plan or Republican tax plan or whatever it is. They, they keep saying that they're not gonna raise taxes and they're gonna balance the budget by eliminating loopholes and deductions, but they're not going to say what the loopholes and or deductions are. And economists and, and experts and people much smarter than me say that if they removed every deduction from the tax code, like everything from mortgages to, to um, you know, child education to what there's a million, you know, there's a million loopholes, remove them all. They still wouldn't be enough tax money to balance the budget. So so I don't know where they're going to get it from. And Obama did a smooth one when he said, you know, uh, Mitt Romney, you were an investment guy. Would you invest in a plan if they didn't tell you any details until after you were elected? Of course not. So Barack Obama was good on this debate. Um, he called Mitt Romney out on China. You know, Mitt Romney was uh, Bain Capital was one of the early investors in outsourcing. And that was kind of a funny exchange because Mitt Romney came back asking Obama, well, you know, my money's in a blind trust, which whenever Romney says something like that, does he understand how much that separates him from, quote, ordinary Americans? Yeah, my money's in a blind trust that that's uh, a few people. That's not many. That's not the masses. I don't know about you listening but I don't have any money in a blind anything. I know where all my money is. I got to keep an eye on it as it disappears. But he said to Obama, do you know where your pension is? And Obama was like, well, I can keep an eye on mine because yours is much bigger. So it, it was great. Um, the, the certain questions, neither one of them answered. The AK-47 question, question about 
gun laws. Neither one of them answered. It was amazing. That was true political spin because Romney somehow twisted it to you have to have a mother and father to not go into poverty. And Obama twisted it to the strength of the family. And it was it was a gun question. And, and it, plain and simple, they're both like every other politician scared of the NRA. It, it, Obama did say he'd like to bring back the assault gun ban, but believe me, that was like a quick aside and it was a whole family thing. It, these politicians are scared to death of the NRA. Do you know how scared they are? They're afraid to say that assault weapons should be illegal. Okay, I just said it. Assault weapons should be illegal. Nobody's hunting rabbits with an 80-round clip shooting off 40 rounds per minute or whatever it might be. So they both dropped that one. The immigration question, <laughs> Romney's hilarious when he talks about his father, grandfather lived in Mexico and his wife's family is Welsh. It's like, really? On immigration, you're going to pick out two white people? Even from Mexico, you're going to use white people? It's so stupid. And Romney's anti-Dream Act and uh, Barack Obama called him out on that when he said that, you know, Rom Romney's saying now that immigrants are all good and they're welcome. And, and Barack Obama said, yeah, but you supported the Arizona immigration law, which basically says, if you're brown, show me your papers. And um, and Obama said, you know, I don't want my daughters growing up in a place where if you look different, you can be asked for ID. And Romney said, I didn't say I supported the Arizona law. I supported part of the Arizona law. And Barack came back with the guy who wrote the Arizona law is your lead on immigration. In other words, he's the number one advisor Romney has on immigration. So it was just that over and over. Barack Obama was on top of his game. Swagger was back. It was great. Now, here, here's something. Mitt Romney, he should never pretend that he likes people. It, it's just a creepy look he gets on his face when he tries to pretend he knows that the everyday person, um, the women thing was so funny. I know you've heard it by now. Mitt Romney said he has binders full of women. And when he was trying to fill his cabinet, they brought him binders full of women. Um, I don't, I don't know at what point you keep your women in binders, but, but good for him to have bind. And he said that he hired women and he made concessions he allowed them to go home early to cook and clean. Now, isn't that big of him? Ladies, you're allowed to go home early to cook and clean, but we don't want you reading and, and we don't want you wanting equal pay for equal work. He, he sure dodged that one. And, and of course, Barack killed him on that one because the Democratic platform is equal pay for equal work. And I, and I think they understand more the, the working mother and Barack Obama had a single mom, which they, they always draw back on what they had. So great job for Barack Obama. Um, I knew Obama won at the end of debate because on Twitter, which is always hilarious during debates, the right wing was calling Candy Crawley. Candy, uh, I'm messing up her last name. So we'll just call her Candy, the moderator from CNN. They were making fun of her being fat. And that's when I knew that Obama had Mitt Romney on the ropes. Um as a moderator, she was okay. She wasn't great. She she certainly was no Martha Raddatz. She didn't control them. And um, I'm not going to say she didn't control Romney, which a lot of people are saying, because she didn't really control 
Obama either. You know, the, these moderators have to step up their shut up. Just straight up. Shut up. Your turn is over. Or answer the real question. She did a good job. She didn't do a great job. But but it was a good debate. It was great for Obama. Does it give him the bounce? I don't think so. I think it energizes his base and and we all relax and say, whew, he's back. Um, did Obama win? Well, here's the thing. And this is the beauty. This is where I love the right wing. They just straight out said, no, Romney won. They, they just instantly deny reality. You just flick the Fox News, Romney won. Now, everybody watching the debate saw Barack Obama win. They're like, nope, that's not real. And they're so good at doing that. And, and I have to admire them. They do not allow reality to interfere with their talking points, with their agenda. So they said Romney won. And it, it was just over and over. Like a, a person brought up George Bush and it was great to hear somebody bring up George Bush. To the right wing, George Bush didn't exist. There, was, there were eight years of the presidency, did not happen. The wars were not paid for with credit cards. Uh, it, when Bush was president, the president did not control gas prices. Barack Obama's president, Barack Obama is literally raising gas prices. He has a lever in the White House next to his bed. When he wakes up in the morning, he flips that little lever. He just raises it. It's like a sliding deal that he, he says, I'm going to raise gas prices today because he has that kind of power. And at the end of the debate, and this was hilarious. It, Mitt Romney, right before it ended, just said the president doesn't create jobs. And then, like for the past two years, that's been his whole thing. I, if I were president, I'd create jobs. And even after he said the president doesn't create jobs, his next answer, he said, "When I'm president, I'll create jobs." It, it was fascinating. It was, it was amazing. Like I think there are times when Mitt Romney and Paul Ryan should just be allowed to argue with themselves. That would be fun to watch. But again, the right wing, they stick to it. Listen, this year, another year of record setting temperatures. We've had 10 years of record setting temperatures. Ask the right wing. Global warming doesn't exist. That's it. That's it. Plain stop. Global warming doesn't exist. And the leaders have said it to the point that I think it's 60 percent of voting Republicans don't believe global warming exists. Just, that's it. Just plain and simple. It doesn't exist. It is hilarious. It is amazing. And I and I think they do a great job. I think they do a great job. They stick to the point. Democrats can't do it. This is why they're they're a powerful party. I don't agree with them. I don't like them. I don't like their policies, but you gotta admit, they know what they're doing. Did Obama win? No, Romney won. We we just saw it. Ah, that, that's like a Yankee fan saying right now, oh, we'll see the Yankees in the World Series. Yankees were swept four games by Detroit. Yeah, but they're going to be in the World Series. I'm going to be watching the Yankees next week in the World Series. Um, you saw them lose four games. That didn't happen. The Yankees will be in the World Series. <laughs> I love these guys. Um, finally, finally, uh, what what are the undecided voters? What are you looking for at this point? What, what magical thing is going to happen? Listen, this debate couldn't have shown more the two different party platforms, whether you're, you're looking at women's issues, like when work came up and Barack Obama brought up the fact that supporting women's issue, women's rights to uh, health care, women's rights to contraception, women's rights to, and I will dare say the word abortion, is a, a real issue because women go to Planned Parenthood for cervical cancer checks and for breast 
uh, cancer, mammograms, and so on and so forth. And if you take that away, it's wrong. Um, they said, um, but you didn't call it terror. And Barack Obama said, well, I did call it terror the morning after. And Romney said, but you didn't call it terror. And it, it was such a stupid, childish thing. And, and thank God the moderator finally stepped in and said, well, yeah, Barack Obama did call it an act of terror. And Romney called him out on campaigning the day after it happened. But he did his speech at the, at the Rose Garden. It was cleared up and they were both campaigning. So but anyway, they showed the difference on that, the difference on taxes. So so if you're undecided, what are you looking for? Do you do you think that Romney's just going to send you a check? Maybe Romney just send you like if I hold out, I'm going to get a check. Do you think Barack Obama is going to send you tickets to the next Jay-Z and or Beyonce concert? Maybe that's what you hold now. for. Yo, I vote for Barack, but I need my Jay-Z tickets. I need my Beyonce tickets. I What? At this point, if you have not decided who you're going to vote for, have you done any research? Have you listened to a debate? Have you read any campaign literature? I guess not, because you just can't make a decision. Um, I don't think those Jay-Z tickets are coming. Just saying, you know, he's going to be in Brooklyn and that's about to start the season. So <laughs> to the anyone and, and no one undecided is listening to me. As a matter of fact, um, people got mad at me on Facebook for having an opinion. And, and I'll get to that in a minute. But first, there's been a Glenn Beck sighting, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I love I love the right wing and the alternate reality. Glenn Beck is going into the gene business. He's bringing out jeans. That's right. Jeans as in denim pants you wear. And they will be called 1791s because that was a year the Constitution, the Bill of Rights was ratified. That's when America was America, right? Right, Glenn? And it was also a time when slavery was legal and women didn't have the right to vote. I don't think they had the right to leave the house. But but in Glenn Beck's view, those were the good old days. So he's got this, this hilarious ad um, and the, the guy's, he's a real man and he's beating an anvil. And then at the end, for some reason, he's running from a rocket. And, and the only thing I can think is that rocket symbolizes science and intelligence and the advancement of mankind. So you better run from that and get you some 1791 genes. In a way, I think it would be hilarious if like, all rappers bought them and wore them sagging. Other than the fact it would make money for Glenn Beck, that would just be hilarious to see like, uh, you know, um, Lil Wayne sagging in Glenn Beck jeans. I would. <laughs> oh, life should be that good. So uh, enough of that. En enough of the politics. Again, if you haven't decided by now, I don't know. I, my fa One of my favorite tweets was, why don't the debates have a, a fair moderator like Sean Hannity? Yeah, uh, that'd be good. Fair and balanced, which I'm not, according to Facebook. People on my Facebook fan page, after I said Barack Obama won and did a little post about, say, hey, Alonzo, you're really funny, but I can't listen to you. I can't follow you anymore because you're biased. Listen, it, it's been no secret that I've supported Barack Obama the whole time. I told you, I'm voting for Barack Obama because he's black. That's right. There's a million other reasons, but he had me at black. That's a joke I do. And the reason I do that joke is because if you're a black person and you support Barack Obama, that's the only reason you could support him. It, it doesn't have anything to do with his policies. You don't read and agree with him on, on taxing 
uh, rich people or or help care for the masses. No, you just support him because he's black. Now, if you support Mitt Romney, it's not because he's white. It's because you're an intelligent, informed voter. So and and when I bring stuff like that up, because I bring it up on on Facebook and you just go to Facebook dot com slash Alonzo Bowden. Whenever I say something like that, see, I'm a racist. That's right. If you're black and you point out racism, you're a racist. But if you're white, you're not a racist because racism ended a long time ago. And I think racism did end a long time ago. They just forgot to tell the blacks and the Mexicans and any other minorities. <laughs> I'm not saying all white people are racist. Far from it. Racism does exist. Race is definitely a factor in this campaign. I would conservatively estimated at 20% of America would never vote for Barack Obama simply because he's black and so on. But anyway, people are threatening to unfollow me on Facebook. And apparently that is a legitimate threat in our society. Really? I'll unfriend you. I will unlike you. I will unfollow you on Twitter. And it's, it's absolutely ridiculous that the social media world is not real. So if, if because you don't agree with me, you don't want to follow me on Facebook, I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm not changing. Listen, I'm as fair and balanced as Fox News. No, I'm not. I'm really, I'm really not. But um, I've, I've actually knocked Barack Obama on, on numerous things. I'm against him on not going after the Wall Street bankers. I think he should have closed Gitmo like he said he was going to. But I also understand that he can't get anything done with a Republican Congress whose main job is to make sure he's a one-term president. Um, so so that's it. And, and you know, the, the social networking has become a monster. Um, it, it's sad what's going on there. I, I joke about it. I'm a grown man, some would say, and it doesn't hurt me much, but um, it does hurt people. Amanda Todd uh, was... This beautiful young girl, uh, 16, she committed suicide. I think it was 16. It might be 15 because she was bullied online. And and the, the tragedy of this story and our failing as a society, um, I don't know what's happened to us as humans and how we get to this point. But this is truly a horrible story. Um, go to YouTube and, and watch Amanda Todd's video. It, it will break your heart. Um, basically what happened, she, she's Canadian, she's from Vancouver, and her and her friends in, in the seventh grade were playing on a webcam, which is, you know, kids do. They, they set up and they make their videos and they chat and so on. And some guy came on and he goaded her and flirted with her and talked to her, told her she was beautiful and blah, 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 and, and got her to flash her boobs on the webcam. And then he took a screenshot, which if you don't know, that's taking a picture from a video and just threatened her that if she didn't perform for him on the web, he was going to put it everywhere. And and he did. He, you know, he, he pasted her boobs all over Facebook and, and every social networking site and all over her school. And from there it took off. She was just continually persecuted and bullied about it. And she moved to another school and they it continued there and she got to the point where she would just be alone all the time and eating all alone. And, and this is a teenage girl. And, you, you know, if you listen to my act, you've heard me joke about my nieces. I have teenage nieces. Teenage girls to me are just 
amazing because they're so just watching them grow into women. They're they're special and they're funny. And but one of the things the the social networks and the peer pressure is huge. It it is huge on them, and I'd never seen anything like it. And it, I joked about it, and and maybe I will again. But this is so sad that this little girl was beat up. Um, a guy when she was all alone. This guy pretended to like her and said, you know, I have a girlfriend, but I really like you. And and she, you know, fell for it, of course. And then my girlfriend's out of town. And then he hooked up with her. And if you don't know what that means, he had sex with her and then turned around and made fun of her. And the girlfriend beat her up, physically beat her up. And they were like, why don't you punch her? You know, the kids are cheering the beating. And and this is so this it's going on live and online. Um, Amanda got to where she was cutting herself and, you know, horrible anxiety attacks and the whole bit. And, and the stuff about the anxiety and the cutting, it's all in her video. Um, she switched schools again and so on. And finally, ultimately, uh, it led to death. She, she killed herself because she couldn't take it. Um, this is a beautiful little girl. And I know she was creative because if you see how she did the YouTube video, her way of doing it was, was such a creative thing to do. Um, this is one of those where some people are like, well, what about her parents? Her parents tried. Her parents moved her school to school. And I'm sure they did all they could. Uh, but But online bullying... It, it it works for the bullies. Um, there's a thing called trolls and trolling. And that's when somebody online or a group of people online become trolls and they decide they're going to attack you and harass you. And they're very good at it. And they can keep finding you when you shut down an account or move an account or they find your email. And um, there's one online, this Jewish guy, just just horribly abused about being Jewish and and jokes about Auschwitz and that somebody left ashes on his front door in a jar. And, and it turned out to be one of his neighbor's 17 year old kids who thought it was a joke um, and, and terrorized this man and his family. And, you know, I, I don't know. I'm listen, I'm not saying we need to regulate Facebook. I'm saying we need to regulate ourselves as humans. When we get to the point that teenagers are, are being talked into um, killing themselves and get posts, you know, when you're a depressed, anxiety-ridden teen. And we, we, if you've been a teenager, it's hard enough. But when you start getting online messages, why don't you kill yourself? You should kill yourself. You know, the the level of hate and cowardice online is is staggering. Uh, all you have to do is go to Twitter or Facebook and and just I, I don't know I, I don't know what's wrong with us. Um, God bless you, Amanda, your soul, um, your family. Just just go check it out, Amanda Todd. It is the saddest thing I've ever seen. And and it's a horrible thing. Now let's talk about the good that can be done online. Uh, Tig Nataro is a comic. Um, Tig worked as a middle for me 15 years ago. She went on to her own career. Um, very unique, very, very individual. Um and and funny and and she was great and tig had a, a run i'm not even going to call it luck just horrible things one after another she got very sick um as she was recovering from her illness her mother had an accident and and died uh, her partner left her and ultimately she was diagnosed with breast cancer 
and she went on stage at a club called Largo and she talked about it and, and she did a whole set about her life and it was honest and, and touching and funny and the whole bit. And Louis C.K. happened to be there and Louis heard it and Louis was moved and asked if it was recorded and it was and he talked to Tig and anyway, it's on sale on his website, um, louisck.com or just look up Louis's website online. Uh, sale for five bucks and you know there's administrative costs and some's going to charity but at this point there have been 750,000 downloads so um, TIG's got a lot of problems but now money isn't one of them and and that's the good power of the web so kudos to Louie for helping TIG um, the last I read that she's had a double mastectomy and the, the cancer is gone or in remission I hope that's the case and, uh, you know, wow. And the, the sick and tasteless joke is, man, I got to get some of that good cancer. It leads to millions of dollars. <laughs> I'm kidding. And, and I think in a way, Tig would laugh at that. Um, Tig, I send my love out to you. People listening, check it out online. Check out the Tig Nataro story. And, I, and I'm not doing it as direct charity for Tig. I'm just saying that it's amazing that the technology that we have between the web and YouTube and Facebook and and our ways of communicating can be so horrible as to lead to the death of Amanda Todd and so great as to to help TIG, which like I said, there's, there's no amount of money that's gonna bring your mom back, uh, but it's nice that she doesn't have to worry about medical bills or paying the rent. It, it's such a powerful, powerful tool that works both ways and uh, and hey, you can go online and find them Glenn Beck jeans. Yes, you can. And I beat you with a stick, I see. <laughs> I'm kidding. Finally, Nike has dropped Lance Armstrong. I've said it before, I'll say it again. I don't care if Lance Armstrong was taking drugs. Lance Armstrong could ride a bicycle up a mountain at 20 to 30 miles an hour with one nut. You deserve drugs. If you can ride a bike like that with one nut, I couldn't walk with one nut. If I was down to one nut, I'd be in a basement crying, and I don't even have a basement. It, listen, this witch hunt on Lance Armstrong, did he take drugs, didn't he? I don't know. He probably did. I, I honestly don't know, but it's like, at that point, everybody in bicycle racing was doping. They were all doing it, which doesn't make it okay, but but this, this witch hunt, Lance gave up the fight because they were out to get him. Nike supported Tiger Woods through Tiger Woods' whole, you're no good, you cheated on your wife ordeal. I wish Nike would have continued to support Lance Armstrong. They say they're going to keep giving money to cancer research and all of that. But but it really, I just think they should support Lance because the guy, he is who he is, okay? it's. I mean, if, if I persecuted you for 10 years, if I convinced myself you did something and followed you and tested and then retested and then found new technology and tested again and found someone else to test and you did it, you did it, you did it. At some point, you're gonna give up. You're gonna stop wasting money fighting. You're gonna say, screw it, I'm done, I'm out. And that, that's what Lance Armstrong did. Lance, if you were a Republican, you could just look him in the eye and say, no, I didn't. You could have a needle in your butt we, we could watch you be injected with steroids and you say, I didn't take steroids. That's the Republican way, Lance. You really got to learn to live in that altered reality. Um, 
I support Lance Armstrong. Um, I'm sorry this happened to him. Does it affect me personally? Nah, not really. But it's just one of them things. I think a man with one nut deserves all the support he can get. I riding a bicycle with one nut. I don't think I could ride. I ride motorcycles. They have engines, which is the only way I'm getting up a mountain. And I don't think I could do that with one nut. So so kudos to you, Lance. You're the, you're the man in my book. And I don't know how it works, but I think I'm going to go buy a Livestrong jersey as long as I know the money's going to help Lance. Yeah, I can, I can live strong. And I got a little bicycle. I'm going to ride it in my Livestrong jersey. And I'll see you next week on Who's Paying Attention. I love you guys. If you're undecided, go ahead and vote for Obama. There, I just decided for you. Good night. This episode of Who's Paying Attention is brought to you by Jeff Dunham's new special, Minding the Monsters. 